Hello, party people! This is the Just Ideas Podcast. My name's Andy. I'm with Andy. And these are Just Ideas. In today's episode, we tell you why life as we know it is over. We want to take a quick second and shout out Robinhood. Robinhood Financial is the zero commission free trading app that allows you to get invested in the stock market. Follow the link in this episode's description to claim a free share in a company like Apple, Ford, maybe even Tesla. That's Robinhood Financial LLC. Once again, click the link in the episode description to claim a share in a company now. One day, McIntyre Jr. walks up to his dad, McIntyre, and he says, Hey, dad, I'm going to the OU football game, but I kind of had a thought. Is it right to cheer for the Sooners? You know, I went to OSU. McIntyre thinks and he says, well, part of being an OSU guy is that OU is our big rival. I never root for him. McIntyre Jr. is up in arms and goes, but dad, it's still the state of Oklahoma. We got to have state pride. It's, it's important to root for our state. What do you think? Well, I got to tell you, this is a very, very deep question. This is not a question about sports. This is a question that goes to the very essence of what it means to be alive and to be living. Come on. Come on. OUOSU bedlam. We get stomped every year. How is this important to our lives? Okay. So we get stomped every year, but we don't get stomped every year, do we? Well, every 10 one. or 15 years we win. <laughs> right. Right? Yep. And then we go crazy. <laughs> And we are filled with elation. That's true. A lot of elation. Oh, yeah. Now, the OU fan, every time they beat us, it's like a straight A student getting another A. Yep. Just check the box. Relief. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) Thank goodness we didn't lose to those guys. Yeah, really. They're not hooting and hollering. No. Right? So if you think of the nature of the OU fan, they expect to win every single game. Mm Mm-hmm. So the only recipe is unhappiness (laughs) because if you win, it's relief. And when you lose, it's misery. Definitely. But when we upset OU, we get a tremendous amount of happiness. Tremendous amount of happiness. It's incredible. For a very long time. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Right. So what life is, it's a struggle with a few wins. (laughs) Okay. Okay. And when you have a win, you feel great. The greatest thing about the Red Sox and the Cubs was the Red Sox didn't win for 86 years Mm -hmm. and the Cubs didn't win for 148 years or whatever it was. Right. And then the day they won, it just became a very crappy baseball team. (laughs) But when they hadn't won, they were on the quest of life to get a win and it was interesting yeah how true that is Isn't i've never that, thought so about right, that. i mean the the whole essence of the red sox fan and a cubs fan is we never win right and then and you know i grew up in new york state where unfortunately we, we well not unfortunately we all became yankees fans yeah right? and we were encouraged to never visit boston or speak nicely <laughs> about them sure sure unfortunately for us both boston and uh, you know boston red sox and new england patriots had horrendously you know evil players who were great to hate yes yes okay so so when so when when the red sox beat the yankees in 2003 and that's by the way the last time i watched baseball because (laughs) it's like a soap opera where your character gets killed off so the the new yorkers got these shirts that said you know there was the curse of the bambino right 
Yes, the they great traded Bambino. Babe Ruth. And they hadn't won for 86 years. Yeah. So the New Yorkers got shirts that said there was no curse. The Red Sox just sucked for 86 years. <laughs> <laughs> Very New Yorker. Yeah, right. So, so life is supposed to be a struggle. Mm-hmm. And overcoming the struggle and getting little wins is what's supposed to make us feel good. Yeah. It's not supposed to be that we win all the time. And when we get a lose, we decompose. Gotcha. Okay. Sure. So life is over. <laughs> Life's over. This is where we're at. <laughs> Life's over. And poor Andy Brophy. Yeah, me. Did not get to live during the time life was worth living. Dang it. I missed, missed it. I and missed it was a very it. small window. The universe was created <laughs> four billion years ago. Yeah. Right. That was Contrary, my window. What's that? <laughs> that was my window. <laughs> Four well, no, billion I mean, years ago. It's a ago? very small window. It started four billion years ago. And now it's over. I don't and it's over. I don't suspect <laughs> No, 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 no. It, it there's there was a window. It hadn't started yet. But I'm okay. just going back to the creation of the uh of Earth, not the universe. <laughs> the creation of Earth was four billion years ago. Sure. And I can't imagine that any of our listeners are strict creationists. Okay. But if they are a strict creationists, it's six thousand five years ago. <laughs> Okay, for all Your our creationists listeners. Four billion years ago. Yeah. Your creationist is 6,005. So that's a big difference. Huge. In any event, it's still a long time ago. Yes. So life didn't start being... The, the window of great life started after World War II because before World War II, before World War II, people were surviving... Mm -hmm. They weren't living. Now, surviving is more rewarding than winning every time like we do now, because you can see where it's going, right? Sure. Now <laughs> we win every time. And if you have a slight loss, you melt down. Yeah. <laughs> right. So pilgrims used to take covered wagons over mountains in Utah. They sure did. <laughs> that is a classic statement from our podcast, isn't it? I, I was going to say, you you love the pilgrims. <laughs> over mountains in Utah. <laughs> yeah, in a covered wagon. Right. And that was more rewarding than winning every time. Now, if your internet doesn't work or your cell service is like, you just melt down. It's the worst. Melt, the, the pilgrim's wagon comes disconnected from its horse and rolls backwards down the mountain. Yeah, they lose everything. Less upset than <laughs> we are. When T-Mobile doesn't work. Yeah. Well, those people at T-Mobile, they really ought to figure something out over there. But no, I, I think you'd like the Pilgrims even more if you knew that their wagons were uncovered wagons. I think you'd really appreciate them then because <laughs> then it'd be even more suffering. Yeah. Yeah. So before World War II, humans are surviving. They're not living. Yes. After World War II, the window opens where it's great to be alive. People decide they're going to start having fun. Okay. And you got this invention of the teenager. And the teenager is the irresponsible person who's going to have fun instead of just survive. <laughs> and the teenagers have rock and roll. Oh, very right? nice. And rock and roll comes primarily from the folk side comes from California and the folk singer. Okay. And then the R&B stuff comes from London. Mm -hmm. And you've got these, you know, rock and roll bands and then you know originally they were in uniforms. Then they start getting long hair and wearing hippie clothes. And then you've <laughs> sure. got glam rockers, punk rockers, new wave people, disco people, right? Yeah. And you got all these these movements of music, and the people are 
you know, having some fun. These inventions that came after the war. When you got a TV, that enhanced your life mm -hmm. because you could see the president. You could see what was going on around the world. Yeah. You could see sporting events, and it gave you big ideas. It opened the world to see what you could do. The automobile, everybody getting an automobile, right, meant yeah. you could travel and go places. And at that time, you know, you could drive to Pittsburgh, and they had a different department store than they had in Dallas, or every city had its own department store. Every city was different. So traveling made sense because you could go see what they have. Yeah, that's true. You could airplane travel became affordable so you could fly to london and see what they had you could fly to thailand and when you flew there you'd have thai food and talk to some thai people about what they thought about the world yeah really great perspective and all of these inventions made people be able to experience the world more gotcha and then right around the time you were born <laughs> the inventions stopped causing oh, no. us to be able to experience the world. Crap. <laughs> so the Thai food restaurant popped up on your street corner, so you don't need to go to Thailand to get Thai food, do you? No, Thai cafe Thai right, food's next, right door. next door to you. Yeah. When you go to Thailand, they'll have McDonald's. They sure will. They'll have Pizza Hut. <laughs> and the Thai person you talk to has an iPhone, watches YouTube and has nothing interesting to say to you anymore because you're all living the same life. Wow. So how terrible halfway is that? around the world and the people are living the same life as you. You you keep telling me that it's impossible for young people to have adventures now. And I guess that's a huge part of the problem is we've all blended. Do you think when you fly to Thailand and eat the same food that's in the strip center down the street from you, that that Thai 20 year old or 21 year old is going to have a different view of the Kardashians than you do? <laughs> well, I suppose I don't know. Maybe they just ignore that they even, you know, had any type of influence. Mm -mm. <laughs> Here's the biggest disappointment on our podcast. Oh, geez. Humans are humans. They all act the same. That's terrible. Whenever any humans on the planet get some money, they start acting like Americans. It's very disappointing. Is that <laughs> why, why is that? Do you think do you think it's because America seems to be the leading example or do you think it's just like when we've, you know, reached this point in human history where we can be so comfortable that it's inevitable and it doesn't have anything to do with America. America's just doing it real loud, real proud. Which one do you think it is? Do you think it's America or do you think it's just dwelling in immense human comfort and this, you know, abolishing of suffering? Humans are we're just animals, right? right. And we're not smart enough. Um, you know, we're not dumb enough to live a survival life like the rest of the animals. Okay. But we're not smart enough not to be an animal. So we're just animals. So like we can't really help how we act. Mm. We interact with everything around us, right? Gotcha. Like, you know, someone invents the bathrobe, marijuana, Netflix, and dogs <laughs> as domesticated beasts Yeah, because they know humans can't resist those things. Yeah, because it's and just you can too... make money selling those things. Fair so enough. humans act a certain way. So there's nothing special. You know, America was the you know, after World War Two, it, it had 75 percent of the world GNP was America. Wow. Because everyone else you know, either never had anything going on or was bombed to oblivion. Yeah, that makes so, sense. And America hadn't been bombed. So it's 75 percent of the GNP. So 
America has a lot of money. America's producing a lot of stuff. They're going to act like normal human. They're going to not normal human beings. They're going to act like human beings act. Right, right. Right. So and then once everyone else gets the opportunity, they will, too. That's depressing. Yeah. There's minor differences, but there's many, 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 many more similarities. So everything that's invented. Right. So things started being like there is a certain it's like it's like being an OSU fan when I was a kid to listen to the radio. Got to hear my favorite song. Yeah. Sit there for hours waiting for the radio to and it, like, when they played it it's like hot damn we won there's our favorite song <laughs> yeah. now you don't even just push a button it's on you you don't even have to buy it right it's no. just it's on pandora's box or whatever that thing's <laughs> called it's on you can just youtube it right and watch That's a right. 15 second ad and then you hear any song you want whenever you have it it's like the ou fan yeah thai food down down the thing whenever you're bored it's a million things to make you interested wow but all right. those things that make us interested are really just you know bland and here's the proof you can have a 50s party you'd know what to wear yeah you could have a 60s party we dress up like the beatles you could have a disco party you could have a new wave party the parties end at grunge we got on <laughs> flannel shirts and stocking hats or whatever you call them right right the hell party are you gonna have for the 2000s because life's over there's no party you don't know what to wear oh Gosh. Here's what you wear. Don't think I've got the answer. <laughs> you thinking. wear sweatpants and stand around looking at your iPhone. That's the party of the life is over era. That's so <laughs> that's hilarious. It's oh, it's true. It's, it's true. true. It's I can't over. help but laugh. <laughs> it's over. Every listen to this. I'm really going to depress you. Oh, I don't think I can go any lower. Every single thing they're going to event going forward every single invention yeah from this moment forward is going to diminish your living of your life i'm heartbroken where but do it's i true, go isn't here? it well yeah because i'm going to make it better it's just going to make it easier you're not going to have to drive a car yeah right there's going to be simulated travel you're going to put on some goggles yeah and get into like a zero gravity machine and you're going to be walking around thailand without being there (laughs) well let me tell you something you asked me before one of our shows in our pre-production meeting and you said what are some of your favorite tv shows and i happened to mention shark tank and you said shark tank really and we didn't expound upon it but i thought I thought to myself, seriously, for the rest of the week, I was like, why did he say that? Because if he said that, it means Shark Tank to him is not a good show. And I've, now I've, it's all come together in my mind. Because when I watch Shark Tank, and I watched it this past week, is all these products people are bringing are all to make our lives easier and more cushy. And so I, if I had to guess, I'd say, if you had a beef with Shark Tank, it would be because all these products come on and it's just to make our lives easier. All these new inventions just make our lives harder to live. Yeah. Plus, yeah. And I mean, we, now we're diverting into, into Shark Tank. Plus, it's a trick. <laughs> it's right? a trick. If you read behind the scenes, they don't really finance those deals that they say they do. What are you talking yeah. about? No, they don't. They, 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 they're tentative deals and most of them don't get funded. It's just a show, right? Aww. And it's... <laughs> And they bring on, you can get on with an interesting product. I happen to like, you know, Mark Cuban for the most part. Yeah. But all those people are characters and they're all, all of those judges are what poor people think rich people are. (laughs) But most rich people are not like that. Really? Most rich people aren't flamboyant. They don't say, you know, crazy things. Yeah. Rich, real rich people's goal. And it's part of the trick 
is to never be seen or heard. They only want to be in the newspaper when they're born and when they die. <laughs> because if poor people knew how many rich people there were and how much money they had, they would revolt. Yeah, yeah. So the judges on Shark Tank are rich people acting like poor, like Donald Trump. Yeah. He acts like a poor person, <laughs> right? He acts like a poor person who just won the lottery. <laughs> That's he invests his money in stupid things. He buys shiny things. Mm -hmm. He keeps churning over wives, trying to keep, as long as they can stay cute, right? I mean, he's just a poor person with money. <laughs> a poor person with money. I like that's that. what he is, and that's why the poor people love him. <laughs> oh man, that's gonna make a good soundbite. <laughs> well, he's you know he has that my favorite soundbite. He goes when he was running for president, right? But he hadn't got that because we won in every demographic. He goes, we won the uneducated. We love the uneducated, right? Of course, <laughs> of course he won the uneducated, right? <laughs> we love the uneducated. Yeah, it feels was... like an insult, but all the uneducated people go, "That's me." Yeah, that's me. <laughs> Google that one, though. If you, I'm not kidding around. There is oh, a quote man. of him saying, we love the uneducated. It's they, absolutely <laughs> perfect. It's just so he would do that often with demographics. I love this demographic. And it's like, yeah. what an odd thing to say. That's how, the, that's how you play the game. So, so seriously, the, the, so to connect it back to our original premise, the thing about being an o, OSU fan is life is supposed to have setbacks and when you overcome setbacks you get joy so what we've advised our people to do in our um in our podcast about playing the game of life yeah is make sure the problems in your life are worthy problems yes good right? ones and go out and tackle worthy problems the problems with a lot of people is they have really crummy problems insignificant problems and they wrap themselves around the axle on insignificant problems Definitely. but if you pick a big worthy problem and then you solve it you very very rewarding like when osu beats ou right <laughs> you win all the time like life in the modern world and we've talked about this a lot in our podcast right if life is easy it's not rewarding and all you do is get you know you fall apart when you get a loss which <laughs> is why i i will i will just say it i i enjoy ou losing more than I enjoy OSU winning. It is funny, <laughs> not because I mean any ill will to the OU fan, because to me, it's a demonstration of humanity. Right. Like, you know, 10 wins, not enough, guys. Nope, <laughs> not enough. Got to win every single one. Or And then they just they, they become bright red, and it's like the coach's fault. It's a college player's fault. It's yeah. like, come on. Right? I mean, you it's it's just, it, it's, it's, like, it's like life. And then, it's you know, and the other thing is that in life, we did this on our, our life in hell example, right? Yes. Every invasive species is bad for us, <laughs> right? Right, right. Because like evil always triumphs. So of course, Alabama is going to win every year because <laughs> Alabama is the stupidest state oh, right? oh, no. in terms of education. Oh, okay. right? only in terms of education. <laughs> Yeah, as opposed to the other measures of stupid. <laughs> the exactly. least educated state, right? Yeah. The most backward state. Mm. So, of course, they've got the best football game, football <laughs> team, right? That's hilarious. Man. The smartest state is Massachusetts. They don't even have a football team. 
I love it. I like how we find inverse correlations in our podcast is the more educated your state is, the worse the football is going to be. The better Absolutely. your football team is, the least educated your people will be. <laughs> yeah. You know what? You know, you, you know how you could sum up America yeah, let's hear it. in a football game between Harvard and Alabama. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I love that. That's it. That's America in a nutshell. <laughs> That's perfect, man. Well, unless you, you, you and the punchline is everything we care about should be what Harvard's good at, yeah. not what Alabama's good at. <laughs> I love it. Oh, man. I'm going to be thinking about that football game for the rest of the day. But yeah, I think I'm sure Alabama's good at, you know, I'm sure people in Alabama have more dogs. I'm sure they've got more marijuana. Yeah. Oh, and sure I got more bathrobes. They do. And, you know, I heard there's actually a big push in that city. Um, they're pushing or it's city, that state. They're pushing the governor. Um, they're looking to get. Did you hear about this? They're trying to get 100 new buckies all across the state of Alabama. Wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> Wouldn't surprise me at all. <laughs> you know, that the Bucky's episode, I'm so sad. I thought of a bunch of other things to say about Bucky's. Oh, man. Well, you know what? I think we did that one episode where we updated a few past episodes. So we'll have to do that again sometime and the, update some of these. The key to Bucky's was every single thing in that store, as big as Costco, you do not need and you should not eat. That is the most amazing thing about Bucky's. It's perfect. Perfect. Well, I think for this episode, it's a perfect way to tie it up for Just Ideas. My name's Andy, and that was Andy. Hey, thanks so much for listening to this week's episode of Just Ideas. Be sure to subscribe to us on Spotify and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. 